0: Good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls, I'm Ken Walls and I am your host and I have a real, it says I have a poor network connection, I hope that's not the case, come on, <laughs> but um, anyway, I have a really, really special guest on, a good friend of mine, he's been a client of mine, and, and we've just, every time we talk, we, we, we end up talking forever, this guy is a real, true entrepreneur, um, he's a hunter.
1: <laughs> oh jeez, I'm
0: just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'd like to welcome Matt Smith to the show. Welcome to the show, brother. How you doing,
2: man? Awesome, man. Thanks for having me on,
0: dude. I am. Um, I'm very, very excited to have you on. And um, hang on, I got to make one quick adjustment here. Cool. So, hey, Melissa Burrow is in the house. Welcome, Melissa. So. Um, you know, I, I told you, I, I created this show, um, it's more than just getting attention. It's about, it's really about trying to help people get unstuck in life. Sure. And, and I've, I've had the, um, the blessing of interviewing now over 130 entrepreneurs and celebrities and, and you know, it's, it's pretty incredible some of the stories that I've heard. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty excited to hear yours, man. how I know that um, it hasn't always been easy for you. you, you know, yeah,
2: right. I mean, how far, how far back you want me to start?
0: Dude, well, let's start with where you were born and raised.
2: <clears throat> well, I was born in Flint, Michigan, um, probably known for some of the best water in the country. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, okay. If you guys know anything about Flint, the water's horrible there. And so uh, you know, growing up, my parents were divorced. They divorced at one. Um, lived with my mom basically my whole life. My dad was uh an alcoholic, raging alcoholic, never held a job, uh visited him on the weekends kind of thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Um and so kind of grew up with that whole like lower middle class uh with my mom, really, really poor with my dad. Um and just going through it, right? And so we, uh, when I was in the sixth grade, we moved to a different town, and um, I made friends with this kid that, that lived on this lake next to me, and uh, his dad was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And he was heavy into real estate, a lot of rental properties, he flipped houses, he owned a restaurant, mm-hmm. and he was kind of the father figure in my life. Um, and it's it's honestly who I give all the credit to, to this day, of, of why I am the way I am, the way I think, everything. Wow. Um, And so it was just powerful growing up around somebody like that, Uh, you know, in the seventh grade, every single day, somebody telling you like, hey, in the beginning, you're going to have to work hard for money, but very quickly, you need to figure out how to make money work hard for you. And so, you know, as a seventh grader, learning those kind of things that I would have never been taught in school, I very quickly started to think differently.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, And it made me realize what I was learning in school wasn't going to apply to what I was going to do. And I became a very poor student. Um, not something I'm proud of, stressed my mom out like crazy. Uh, but I just knew that I was different than all the other kids. Like I just, I had this tool that nobody else had. Right. And so what
0: what was, what was the tool?
2: Knowledge. I understood that. I, I understood that there was a different path.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, my entire life, my entire family, my mom, my aunts, my uncles. Every time we go over for Christmas and and Easter and Thanksgiving, you know, I was getting the talk from all of them that, hey, you got to do better in school. You want to go to college? Do you want to make something of yourself? The the whole just the whole BS you know theory that if you don't go to school, that you're not going to make it. Um, and I was just lucky enough to to be able to break through that mindset. So. Um, and not, so-
0: well, let me ask you this though. So you were, you, this, this, did you meet this guy in in seventh grade? This was your friend's father.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: <clears throat> and you just, you met him in, when you were in seventh grade.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So when I moved, he was one of the first friends I made. Wow. Um, you know, probably a, a God thing, but, um, yeah. And you know, he taught us a lot of lessons. Like, uh, they lived on the lake. We loved going out in the boat. We go tubing when we we're young. You know, it's like the dream for a kid. Yeah. But he never let us do it unless we did something to earn it. Right. Whether that be going to one of his rental properties to to fix something or or digging out uh, sprinkler lines or, or, you know, working hard. And it was funny because some of the neighborhood kids' parents would get upset that he would make the kids work before they could do something. Right. Because it was kind of free slave labor. But I recognized early on that he was teaching us a lesson, you know. Wow. Uh. Yeah, nothing comes easy, man, so.
0: Right, isn't that the truth? Isn't yeah. that the truth? So, so you were, um, so what is that, 12, 12 years old, um, Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, here you are, 12, 13 years old, and at that age, because I have a 12 year old that will be 13 in, in yeah. a, a couple of weeks, and they have a tendency of already knowing everything. Yeah. Um, like I did right? I, I yep. had that. I, 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 am sure I, I knew everything back then. Um, did you have that about you?
2: Um, I felt like I was more mature than most kids my age because of my dad. Uh, um, you know, I had that kind of every other weekend thing that I would always go experience yeah. and it made me grow up. Yeah. Um, so although, yeah, I probably did. Um, but there was also a part of me that knew that there was a different part of life most kids didn't know existed. Right. And I knew that I didn't want anything to do with it when I got older. Right. Right. Yep.
0: So, um, you ended up, and where was this? This was in Flint?
2: Flint. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So when we moved, we moved to a small town where I still live actually, Linden, Michigan. Okay. Um, it was like, I don't know, 4,000 people here. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's small. yeah, small but good place to be.
0: Yeah, sure. So, um, so you were you were in Linden. Is that close to Flint?
2: Yeah, about twenty minutes south.
0: Oh, okay. So you're mm-hmm. still in the Flint area.
2: Yeah, Hoosh. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. So, um, so you're you are, and you went to high school there. I assume. Yep. Did you graduate high school?
2: I did. Okay. Barely, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: and 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 you so you didn't go to college.
2: So, my first year I went to community college for a half a year. <clears throat> kind of a funny story. I was going to go for a business degree of some sort at community college. Uh-huh. And I'm in this marketing class and this this professor is teaching us about marketing. And I don't know, man. I talk about awareness a lot. Yeah. And I'm I'm listening to this guy and I'm like, this guy's full of crap. And so like I raised my hand and I said, "Hey, I'm just curious, uh, what businesses have you built or what businesses do you own?
1: Right.
2: And he's like, well, I've never built or owned a business. What? And I remember going home that day and telling my mom, like, Hey, I'm not going to school anymore. Like I'm done. And that was the last day I went to school.
0: Oh my gosh, man.
2: Cause I just realized, right? Like you, you realize you're learning from someone who hasn't done what you want to do. Right. And so what I did was I took that money that I would have spent on college and I started taking people out to breakfast and, and paying them to coach me and specifically people in the service industry that had one, you know, guys that had businesses doing $12 million a year. Yeah. Uh, it was just invalid, I mean, you can't get that kind of education anywhere else.
0: Yeah, wow. So, um, and and, and it's, so at some point, and I'm wondering like, by the way, the Facebook algorithm is acting really crazy with this software lately, just so yeah. you know. Like it says there's zero people on here, that's insane. I mean, huh. we'll have replay viewers, but that's, that's crazy to me. So, so you, you went to, um, so you went to, how long was What, a few months, couple months? And, and, and you're months. like, this is a joke.
1: Yeah. That's,
0: that's re- dude, that's really intuitive though, at that age. Like most people at age don't think yeah. like that.
2: Yeah friends were often went away to school right yeah and I, I just realized like I, I was really bad in, in high school so I had no reason to believe I'd be any better in college um, but I was doing it I was doing it honestly for my mom because that's what she wanted yeah um, and I just realized like I don't know at some point man it's your life you know
0: yeah that's awesome dude so you yeah. started did you get into business for yourself then or what what
2: I did Um. So at that same time, as when I was a senior in high school, I was helping this guy cut grass. Um, I was basically like his assistant, weed whacking. And, and I'm watching him, how he's talking to customers and how he's bidding lawns and how he's marketing. And I'm like, man, I can do that. And so as a senior, I went out and I got all the equipment and, you know, the whole shebang. And I had started a lawn care business when I was 18 years old. And so that was a big reason why I, I quit college because I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to grow this thing, you know. Wow. There's no sense of going to school. And so that's what I did for a couple of years. And I sold it to a local competitor, um, not for a lot of money, but for a little bit.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and then uh, kind of the turning point in my life was I was about 20 years old. I, uh, I was in a pretty dark place. I mean, wild child, partying, um, drinking, yeah. uh, honestly, not really realizing it, but like on the path to like destruction if I didn't figure it out. Right. And uh, I had a a pretty bad anger problem, which I think probably rooted from my childhood a little bit with my dad. But um, I went and I started some MMA classes, mixed martial arts, because I wanted I was like getting in fights and like stupid crap. And the guy that was teaching it was a Christian. And long story short, he invited me over to his house. He did like personal training and uh, with very small groups. I was pretty athletic.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, And so I'm I'm sparring with these guys. And six months later, I. you know, I basically I give my life to the Lord. I start going to church and my whole life drastically changes. I stopped drinking. I haven't drank since. Wow. Um, and just crazy, crazy life change stuff happened to me. Uh, and I believe like it was totally a God thing that intervened at that time. Because if not, man, like drinking and driving and just like bad, bad stuff. Right. Um, How old were yeah.
0: you? I was about 20. And hold it. You had already owned a business and sold it.
2: Yeah, when I was 20 years old, I sold it uh, because when I when I kind of had this life change, um, I thought I might want to go into ministry. Like it, it changed my life so drastically, I was like, man, maybe I want to go into ministry. Wow. Um, so I went to school for that, and I actually got uh, basically an associate's degree in that uh, to become a pastor. Very wow. quickly, very quickly realized that wasn't my calling. Um, business was my calling. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad I did it.
0: Hey, we just had a celebrity join the stream. Somebody named Madison Smith. Oh boy. Yeah, (laughs) you know her?
2: Uh, Maybe, (laughs) (laughs) maybe I know of her. Yeah, Yeah. she's
0: got a pretty big Instagram following I heard.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she does. Doing something right.
0: (laughs) So, so, um, so you decided that ministry wasn't for you. Right. So did you turn your back on the church
2: <laughs> as a career, as a oh, career? It wasn't for me. Right. Oh, um, just playing. yeah, no, I know, no, it was, uh, it was the right choice, you know?
0: Yeah. So, so you, um, what was next? What was next in business for you?
2: Well, I had no money. I was broke, like really broke. But you and sold so your business. yeah, not for a lot though. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, not for a lot. And bucks. I spent money on school. I uh, did an internship, and you know, over yeah. a year or two, you can lose a lot of money.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, oh yeah. So I honestly I had like a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks to my name. Right. And so I I went out and I said, what can I start for about that price? And so I started a window cleaning business. Uh, not sexy at all, not impressive. Uh, I went bought some tools from Home Depot. I got a a lease truck that was a zero down, so I didn't need any money for that. Right. Uh, and I just knew like, hey. In 30 days from now I got to make my truck payment and I started a company called the Dirt Hunter. Wow. And so yeah, that business is that, 5 years old now and and much 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 larger than it was when I started.
0: Like way larger. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're doing a trillion dollars a year in business.
2: 1 trillion.
0: <laughs> Why would you want to do a trillion when you can do a million? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So, um <laughs> sorry. That's that doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thing. So, um, so you okay? So let's talk about that though, because um, I do know your 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 business um, does incredibly well. I mean, for a window cleaning business, especially. Yeah, like, for sure. You're in the top half percent, probably in the world. But so so, but let's talk about when it started, because I can totally relate to that. Totally yeah. relate to it. So when you, when you started this, somebody says mad, mad respect for you. I watch you like an idol and learn so much from your videos, etc. Todd Michael says that.
2: <laughs> cool. Right on.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think he's talking about you
2: <laughs> probably, probably the YouTube channel I'm guessing. That's
0: awesome, man. So um, he should watch my videos too. I'm kidding. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. So so you like? I want to talk about that though. So because I did a video, a live video last night where I said, um, I said, I you know I can't believe how many people are literally like in in total planning mode for 2019. And there's still 26 days left in in yeah. 2018. Like, sure, that's one twelfth of the year is still left, y'all. Like, it's yeah. not over. Like, mm-hmm. you gotta keep pushing, man. So when I, you know, I when you started this, you had a truck payment due in 30 days, and I'm sure it wasn't 150 bucks. I'm, yeah, it was probably much more than that. And you're like, I gotta, I gotta make this work now. Yeah and you probably had an awesome website and huge marketing budget and plan in place, right?
2: Yeah, something like that. <laughs> right,
0: right, so you didn't have all that stuff. So what did yeah. you do, grassroots, what grassroots stuff did you do?
2: Yeah, so I uh, I teach a lot of guys this that don't have any money. I went out and I uh, had a postcard designed for me, a little four by six postcard that I could print, 2,000 of them for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. And what I would do is I would hand, it would say our service, you know, all of our information, I would handwrite the price of, of what the house would cost. And I would walk neighborhoods and I'd put these on every front door. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would do thousands of these a month by hand. And I did that for two years straight. And I just realized, you know, the more I could put out, the more calls that were coming in. And so, I mean, literally doing this 60 hours a week, as much as possible, print marketing, postcards were by far, you know, door to door, man. Right. And it sucked, like. I I talk to guys that do it now, and they're like, they do it for one month, or if that, and they're like, man, it takes too long, it's too hard. Like people yell at me on the front door. It's like, uh huh. And (laughs) like, like that's what you know. And so that's what I did for two years straight, literally, because I didn't have enough money. Right. Um, I didn't have money for AdWords and and Facebook ads and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. Um, So I just hit the pavement.
0: And 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 people don't don't get that, dude. Like they no. just don't get. That's what I did, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, I've hired salespeople to work for me, and they're like, door to. I'm not going door to door. Where's my leads? Yeah. I'm too. I'm too professional. I'm. I'm a professional salesperson. I'm not. Yeah. Like, dude, n- no, you're not. If yeah. you're not willing to go door to door, <laughs> that means yeah. you're an order taker. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Like, right. So, um, like, go go to McDonald's. Do you want fries with that? So like, you know, Hey Larry, how you doing? Thanks for jumping in here. Share this out. You guys, if, if you guys would. Um, and, and that includes Madison Smith. She's a distant family member or
2: something. Right? <laughs> I better be careful. She'll kill me.
0: <laughs> no, you know, I love you guys. So, so the, you know, the, the point I want to make behind that is, you know, well, I'm going to let you make it when you started this, whole thing, the dirt hunter. And is, is that the name you came up with like that? Or you just thought I'm going to call it Matt's window cleaning?
2: My my wife actually, my wife came up with it.
0: Did she really?
2: She did. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. I better give her the credit if she's watching this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling she can probably find you. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, so she came, and my wife came up with the name of this show. So, yep. hey, we both married up, right? That's right. So, so, but you you started this, and and I, I want to make this point. You, was there any guarantees that you were going to be successful? No. No. At did, all. Did you have a salary?
2: I paid myself $12,000 the first year.
0: So you were killing it.
2: Dude. Dude. <laughs> I was Jeez. killing it. Oh, meanwhile, man. meanwhile, a lot of my friends are getting out of college, right? right, and making sixty grand a year. Right. And I'm knocking on doors, and then I'm laying in bed at night wondering, "Oh crap, what did I do?" Right. You right. know, just being. If they honest. Let
0: me out of this truck
2: lease early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, seriously though.
0: No, I know. I get
1: yeah.
0: it. So, so you, so. You you made 12 grand your first year, which may be more than I made in my first year. I'm just going to be honest. So like, you know, but you made 12,000 in your first year. You, um, you, get night terrors. (laughs) I've been there too. And, and you are like thinking, God help us, you know, like, so what, what transpired? What, what happened from there? So you started getting some calls, you got the jobs, obviously you got some money, you got cash flow going. What happened from there?
2: Yeah. So, uh, we get through year one, barely. Um, you know, honestly, my wife was by far like the biggest encourager of all that. Probably without her. I don't know if I'd have kept going. Wow. Um, because I had a lot of negativity behind me with my, my, you know, mom and I love her to death, but she just didn't understand. She didn't come from that. Um, you know, so just a lot of I think fear on their side. Right. Uh, but we got through year one, and I remember at the end of the year we did forty-three thousand sales, I paid myself twelve grand out of that, and wow. I remember saying to myself like, "Man, this is like year two. Something bigger has got to happen, or else I'm gonna go find a job somewhere."
0: <laughs> right. um,
2: and so we ended up doing close to one hundred fifty in one hundred fifty thousand sales the next year. And I started to see, you know, still wasn't a lot, but I started to see what could it could be. Right. Uh, we had one or two employees. And I said, man, if I can systemize this and start to scale it, I can make, a, you know, some real money. Right. Um, and so it was that second year where I started to see the potential of the business, where I wasn't wearing every single hat inside the company. Right. Um, I mean, I was still working hard. I was still working 60, 70 hours a week, uh, not spending money on anything, living in a a crack house it looked like like just bad, right? But I was like, man, I can I can see the light at the end of the tunnel if we can just suffer a little longer and stick with it.
0: And and the whole way your wife was like, hey I'm yeah. I'm in I'm into this suffering. It's good.
2: Well yeah, but I think it was mostly because she knew I'd be miserable doing anything else.
0: Yeah. Dude that's um, so awesome. That's so for sure. that's, that's incredible. Yeah. That is so important to have the right person next to you it's so important like 100% yeah oh, gosh. And
2: that,
0: that's incredible and by the way she did just share this out so thank you for that
2: Madison. Jeez, about time
0: <laughs> I know I just saw it <laughs> she was probably thinking well let me see if this yeah. is going to be good or not before I share this to my timeline that's um, true. so now, if she tags us on Instagram, we might pick up some extra followers.
2: <laughs> Listen, we might be famous by the end of the day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cause she has a massive Instagram following. So my wife is on here too. She just shared it out. So, Sweet. so, so you, so at year two you did 150 grand in sales. Um, you probably made a little bit more than 12,000.
2: I think 25. Um, what's that? I think we made 25 that year
0: yeah um, you're living in a crack house
2: <laughs> it sure it looked like it man it was wild
0: <laughs> so um, but you're still doing grassroots because I remember I I what yeah. we, you and I met two or three years ago yeah um, and you were very um, you were you were um, I don't want to say you were tight or cheap but because you weren't but you were very money conscious, like, 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 dude, we only have X amount of a budget and we got to stick within that. And, and, and you know, I, I, I've, I've looked up to you in in that regard, like the way that you just are so focused on every single um, penny that goes in comes in and goes out. Like you're really watching it. You, you you watch it carefully. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and how long have you been doing it
2: now? Uh, this is our fifth year. Fifth
0: year, okay. So yeah, I, I, I guess I met you right about that two year mark or so.
2: Yeah, probably year two or three.
0: And and um, so what? So what started happening? Because I, I know that you did way more than 150 grand in sales. So
2: yep. Um,
0: what what started happening from that point?
2: Um. Well, the the reason the business grew so fast was because. I didn't pay. I paid myself very, very little for three years. Yeah. Um, and what I did was I, every single penny the business made, I reinvested it back into marketing. And so going into the end of year two, year three, I was starting to be able to pay for things like Google AdWords and have a decent ad spend and, um, you know, buy a, a, a nice website and, and all the stuff that, a business that you know is growing fast needs right. um, and so the reason we are where we are is because I sacrificed my pay and put it all back into the company right. um, and I and honestly I still do it like I still don't pay myself what I could right. because I want the business to grow right um, and so hands down people are just I see it every single day when I talk to people people are suffocating their company because they're pulling all the cash out for themselves then they're saying they don't have any money for marketing well, it's because they're not willing to sacrifice, you know, the first couple of years of their business, right? Uh, you know, and pay themselves very li- uh, little and live on nothing, because that's that's what it takes, man. It's just at the end of the day, like if you don't do that, you will never grow a big business. Period.
0: Amen, dude. Amen to so, that. I, I agree with you. So yeah. so you um, you you obviously for the last five years. And, and I mean, you're, you're still pretty young. (laughs) 28. Yeah. 28.
2: Yeah. 28. 28.
0: Jeez. You're half my (laughs) age almost. Whatever. I
2: I, I feel old, but I know I'm not, but I feel it. I know. I know.
0: Wait till you get to 50, and you go, oh my God. So, um, so, You know, you've done a lot of very smart things with your business, including sticking to a lot of the grassroots stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you still, I don't know if you do it now, but I know just as as early as a a year or so ago, you were still going out to most jobs or a lot of them doing the quotes yourself. You, You know, you're not looking for ways to delegate the work. You're actually doing a lot of it.
2: Some of it I am. Um. I would say this year has been a huge year for me to be freed up from a lot of it. Um, And with that, I've been able to start other things. Um, I knew that the Dirt Hunter wasn't my long-term forever business. Um, It was going to help me get to the next thing I wanted to do.
1: Right.
2: Uh, And it's taken care of our family. It's been awesome, right? And and, and whatever. But uh, this year has been like a total freedom year for me. Wow. Um, That's awesome. Working. Working very few hours a week on the business, um, you know it's not perfect. I'm still in there doing stuff I don't want to do, but yeah. uh, it's, it's compared to year one and two, holy cow.
0: Yeah, right. Life change. I mean, you have a professional microphone and stuff now.
2: I mean, I'll tell you what, <laughs> you buy one of these little pop filters and you're like, I mean, you're legit, right? Yeah, you're,
0: you're like a regular Sean Hannity over there or something. So, so you have. Um, I mean, I I know that a lot of people in the service industry and service businesses reach out to you, and and you've got a big YouTube channel, with with a couple two or three thousand followers there, um, and and you're putting out a lot of content. And you and I have talked about this off off screen a lot, yeah, right, and and how you can help more people. And, and, you know, you're building other businesses too. I mean, let's talk about that a little bit.
2: Well, I guess we can backtrack a little bit. So about a year and a half ago, I started a YouTube channel and honestly, I did it out of a little bit of frustration. I was seeing a lot of guys take advantage of people, Mm. um, you know, selling them something that wasn't real, uh, claiming they could help them do something they've never done. And so I said, Hey, I'm going to start a YouTube channel for home service business providers and I'm going to give away free content and teach people things that have helped me. Maybe I can help some people. And what that turned into was people reaching out, wanting one-on-one coaching. Um, And and what I ended up doing was, I started a whole new company called Service Industry Marketer. And what we do is we literally implement the systems and marketing strategies that we have in my service business into other home service companies. And so, people come to us that, you know, they either want to scale, maybe they're stuck, or maybe they're just getting started. and we literally just do the exact things that I did in my business. And it's just wild, man. Like, like it's just a proven system that works. I mean, we've helped companies this year that their first year they're doing $20,000 a month. Right. Um, you know, I did 40000 my first year. So it's just, if I knew everything back then that I knew now, I would be light years ahead. And I just wanted to help people uh, avoid a lot of the hurdles I had to go through.
0: And and you know <clears throat> you've and, and we don't have to get into what you charge for your your consulting yeah. services, but um, you've told me, and I'm like, dude, you need to like triple that rate. I know, and you're yeah. like, what? And I triple quadruple it, like you, what you're doing for people, and and I would assume that if people these these service industry um, businesses listen to you and actually implement what you teach them there is one hundred percent chance that they're gonna be more successful.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yep. And,
0: and and so like you're you're taking guys that are doing, you know, maybe two, three, four thousand bucks a month and turning them into a twenty thousand dollar a month company and, and that's worth a lot of money, you should be charging them a lot of money.
2: You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know nope. I'm right.
0: You should. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Let me set your prices. <laughs> hey man.
2: <laughs> Have at it.
0: So I think that, you know, again, these, these guys are, are, uh, I mean, there are certain people in this world, you being one of them that figure out some secrets, the, to the, the recipe of success in a, in a business at least. Right. Yeah. And, and when you're willing to go out there and share it, and I know you share a lot of free information too. Yeah, that, that you don't charge for that people could definitely benefit from. Sure. So, so let me ask you this along the way over the last couple of years, I know you've, you've been doing the, the coaching or, or what, however you define it, um, for the past couple of years or, or year, year and a half, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and you, you talk to a lot of people, I know that too. Yep. And you see people that are stuck, right? Sure. Some are stuck at probably hundreds a month. Some are stuck at a thousand, two thousand a month, don't know what to do, don't know where to turn. And so they reach out to you. What is one of the number one things that you find that keep people stuck?
2: Um, A couple things. Uh, first thing is people need to find someone that has done what they're trying to do um, Whether that's me or, or somebody in your town. That's what I did man. That's like I met with a guy every single month I took him out to breakfast he owned a pest control business here in Michigan 12 million a year Wow. and Like just really tried to model his business the best I could um, And and really being around somebody that was at that level. I started to realize like wow that's actually possible right, right. so that's number one number two like I said earlier Uh, not starving your company and putting all the money back into it to grow it. Um, And the last thing I would say is being focused and not veering from what you're doing. I see too many people jumping around, whether that be jumping around different businesses or jumping around different marketing tactics. Um, You got to be consistent and stick to what you're doing and do it for a long time. Like I'm not talking like three to six months. I'm talking like three years. You know what I mean? And so those would be the top three things. Um, that I would probably say.
0: Wow. So so the what's the number one thing?
2: Um, focus. Focus. You got to you can't be I mean as an entrepreneur we all we have new ideas every day. I suffered from this. This is why I know this. Yeah. Uh, I have I earlier Guilty. in my years yeah, early yeah. In, earlier in my years I was the guy that could jump from business idea to business idea. And then one day I looked at myself in the mirror, I'm like, like, you're really good at talking about business, but you really suck at it yeah. because you haven't done anything. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's when I, I said, like, no, you're going to put your head down. You're not going to think about anything else for three years, and then we're going to see where we're at. And when I did that, it was crazy what happened. Like, and it wasn't always fun. In fact, it got boring because doing the same thing over and over and over is boring. Yeah. Um, but you got to be disciplined, man. Like, If you're not disciplined, you just won't make it.
0: So how, how important is, um, I mean, in your opinion, again, this is all about your opinion. How important is um, having the ability to sell?
2: Um, I think it's honestly, it's really important. Uh, but more important is being able to have uh, perceived value. So when somebody calls your business or sees a marketing piece or whatever the case is, uh, it's important to make your business feel a lot bigger than it actually is. And we're not lying. Right. We're just when they, when they touch one of your postcards, when they see one of your Facebook ads, when they call your office and someone answers the phone, you're just doing it at such a higher level than everybody else yeah. that you have this perceived value. And I found that we were able to charge more because of that. We would go and, and quote houses. And we would have these full page, glossy, high, you know, full color estimate sheets. We'd price them for all of our services, not just the ones they asked for. Right. When my competitor would be right next to me and would be half the price and we would still win eight out of the 10 quotes. Um, and so perceived value is by far the most important thing. And of course, you gotta be good with people. You gotta know how to sell. Um, but, but I realized that, hey, if I can market the business well and we have good perceived value, the business almost sells itself.
0: Right, right. So quality. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I read, a, read a book um, uh, called Delivering Happiness, which is written by Tony Shea, who's the CEO of, of um, Zappos. Yeah. And had, have you read that book? No. It's an amazing book. And, and you know, he talked about in there that, and, and this is what I've always tried to deliver is, and, and, you know, look you, nothing's perfect ever. Sure. Um, but you know, and that is an experience that's second to none when it comes to customer experience. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I, like, you know, you can call me at 11 o'clock at night and there's a pretty good chance I'm going to answer the phone. Sure. And, and there's not many companies in my industry, if any others, and in, in at least where I am that will do that and actually, take care of a problem for you so you know he talks about in that book that like their customer service at zappos is second to none like you can call and go hey i live in flint michigan and um i'm kind of new to the area and and i i I don't know where to order a pizza and the customer service rep at zappos will literally google it for you and order it for you if you want yeah to have it delivered to your home
2: yeah, that's funny. I, I've heard uh Andy Frisella talk about that. Um yeah. I don't remember the exact thing, but some something like somebody called him and, and needed help selling a car or finding a part for a car. Yeah. And they're like, Well we're not a car shop, but we'll find it for you. Yeah. And and they did, man. Like they just went above and beyond.
0: That's that's what it takes, man. That's, I, yeah. I mean, I truly do believe that, you know, now there is a certain point, I think that you have to like not be abused, Of course. <laughs> but, of but, course. you know, people need to be, people need to know that you're willing to go all in, go all the way in and help anybody with anything. So, yeah. so, you know, if somebody were to call you and say, and I'm sure you've had this, this call, I know I have, um, you know, somebody called you and said, Hey man, um, look, I can't Pay my bills. I'm uh, my electric's being shut <laughs> off tomorrow. My car was repossessed last week. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm broke. I don't know what to do. I don't have two pennies to rub together. I'm lost. Yeah. What's the first thing you're gonna say to that person, that business owner? Because we've all, I've been there, dude. I, I've yeah. I've been I, I had a car repossessed in front of all my employees one time. That was funny. sure. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was awesome. What a great yeah. day. But you know, and and again, everything's a learning experience. But but still, you know, what do you say to that person that that's just completely lost and they can't figure it out?
2: I mean, I get people all the time that say, "Hey, like, I can't, like, I literally don't have any money to market my business, and we are dead slow." Right. So, I'm, I'll just give practical advice. What I would do, I'd go get a night job. Yeah. And I would be working from six p.m. till whenever. And then I would be going to sleep and sleeping four hours and waking up in the morning and growing my business. Right. And I would do that for as long as I had to do it. You know what I mean? Right. And that's just the reality of it. Yeah. So there's no fancy answer, man. It's just you, you do whatever you have to do.
0: People aren't willing to do that, man. Yeah. Yeah. They're just so, not. I mean, a lot. Oh, there's, some are. But, but, sure. But a, a lot aren't.
2: Yeah. Most aren't. Yep. Yeah.
0: So so have have you hit a million dollars a year yet?
2: Uh, not yet. Um, but we're close. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning yep. windows. Yeah. Oh gosh. Dude. There's nothing worse than cleaning windows. Huh? There's nothing worse than cleaning windows. I know. Gosh man.
0: But dude, like uh, you, you I know I, and and again, like it's insane. You're close to a million dollars a year cleaning windows. And you started with a no money down truck lease, a few few tools that you picked up at Home Depot, yeah, and 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 just grassroots hitting the hitting going door to door for a couple of years.
2: Yeah, and to be honest with my marketing company, that's my main focus now. Um, it's something I'm good at, something yeah. I'm passionate about. I wake up every day excited to do it because yeah. I like helping people. Um, I have you know, we have a, a product and service that we know works. Yeah. Um, and so if I wasn't focused on that, the dirt hunter would grow much, much faster than it even is. You know what I mean, yeah. um, but yeah, man, it's, it's just important. You know, there's a fine line to, uh, I hear there's a lot of, you know, you hear G- uh, Gary Vaynerchuk talk about this a lot, like doing what makes you happy.
1: Yeah.
2: And, and I, I like that. Um, but I think there's a fine line because yeah. there was a lot of other things that would make me a lot more happier than knocking on doors 60 hours a week, and right? And cleaning
0: but windows.
2: For sure, man. Like, I felt like the scum of the earth. I mean, I would go in customers' houses sometimes, and people would say, so what's your, like, what's your real job? Like, yeah. like, you're the low of the low, right? And so oh. just pushing through that, and, and you know, it just is what it is.
0: What's your real job?
2: Yeah, man, you're a oh. window cleaner. What'd yeah. you
0: say?
2: This is my real job.
0: <laughs> what they say. <laughs>
2: but, Some people don't think, you know, before they talk.
0: <laughs> like, can you can you also clean our bathroom while you're here?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But people don't realize, like, you know, like people don't realize, hey, you can grow a, a multi-million-dollar company doing this. Right. You know, like, there's a good chance I probably make more money than you do. Me? No, no, oh, the, the people saying yeah. that to me. Oh. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know I mean, and so it's like, yeah, yeah, you just you have to block out the negativity. You do. It just doesn't matter.
0: What does? What matters?
2: Yeah, I think that's different for everyone. For you? Um, a lot of things, man. Like I don't wanna, I don't want my kid to grow up having to ever worry about money, like I did. Yeah. Like money was a, money was a, a scarce thing when I was young. Yeah, you right. I mean. Right. Like I, I had everything that I needed. Um, you know, my, my grandparents were around, they had a little bit of money, but, uh, it was very known that, Hey man, we don't have a lot of money. I don't want my kid to have to grow up like that. Um, I want to be able to give my family what they deserve. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's just, that's just a financial side of things. There's a lot of other stuff as well.
0: So, so you, um, you, you have like, so when you started this, you had your wife and your, your, uh, your, your child.
2: No. Our kid's only uh a year and a half old now. Yeah,
0: no. I know. I just yeah. I wanted you to say it.
2: <laughs> no. No. And I've heard and people have said that to me. Well, you don't understand. I have a kid.
0: <laughs> yeah. When you right. didn't have a kid.
2: Yeah. 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 So now
0: now you understand.
2: Well, I, yeah, now I understand.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: Just well, an excuse. Your your your
0: your your child is also famous. Yeah. Wow. I don't know
2: how I, I'm not sure how I feel about that.
0: <laughs> I know, right?
2: I especially in today's to world. What's it's that? It's a little scary. So especially in today's world.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, good news is I think you own some firearms, so. I do. Um, so, you know, um, what's the, I guess, what's the number one um Larry Schneider says, for a price, I'll clean anything.
2: So, right? <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: I mean, you've done gutter stuff. Every, you've done all kinds of stuff.
2: Yeah, we're like an exterior cleaning company now, so we do pressure yeah. cleaning, gutter cleaning, roof cleaning.
1: Yeah.
0: How can they yeah. get a hold of you if they want their windows or gutters cleaned?
2: Go to thedirthunter.com.
0: Thedirthunter.com.
2: Yep.
1: Perfect.
0: So so what's what what's the... I guess for somebody that's maybe thinking about starting a business or they're stuck right now and, and you know, what's the biggest piece of motivation you would, you would give them motivational advice.
2: Hmm. Uh, For sure. know 100% that you want to do it and understand that if you do do it, it's going to get harder for a while before it gets easier. Right. Um, I just don't feel like there's enough people out there telling the, the real side of starting a business. Yeah. Um, you know, especially nowadays I see Facebook ads all the time, people working from beaches and off their laptops and it's just not real. Like it's just not how it works. And so if you're going to start a business, understand that, Hey, you're going to suffer a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and that probably doesn't sound very motivating, but it's just the truth.
1: It
2: and is so the truth. if you're strong minded and you're able to get through that, then you'll win.
0: Yeah. And it takes time.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, sure.
0: I, I was talking to a friend of mine who is, and I did a live stream about this last night, and this guy is a doctor. He's a he's an eye doctor. Has, yeah. Has eight or nine or ten practice locations now. Wow. And, and you know, we were talking about, I mean, I've been doing what I do for a long time. Yeah, And yeah. And there's still... Times when it's like, because you know along the way you, you you make bad decisions you you know try different things that end up costing you a crazy amount of money yeah. and um you know and and so him and i were talking the other night and he has a, a ministry a, he's got a christian ministry and practice that he he started in um jamaica to to help the the needy and um and he sent me this thing, and I have it up on my screen. I can't show everybody right now, but it's called the plateau of latent potential. And mm-hmm. and it's it's literally like our expectations when we start something, whether it's a business or a sales job or whatever, are what you know on this line, the yeah. straight line to the top, right? What actually happens is you've got this straight line, and then this curve of what actually happens, right? And in between that. Yeah. Is called the the period of time which I believe can you know reoccur it can reoccur is yeah. called um, the valley of disappointment, and mm. that's the that's the gap between um, what we think should happen and what actually yeah. does happen, right? Sure. So I mean, it's like going out, and again, like when you make your first sale, it's like. Oh, my God! I just made my very first sale with this idea of the name my wife came up with, and now yeah. we're out hunting dirt, you know yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah like and and so you know, and then you watch it and it turns into this amazing thing. It's kind of like have it's kind of like a child, right? oh
2: totally, totally,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. except for a child is way more fulfilling <laughs> like, what's well, funny
2: it's, is I use that line when i uh when I fire employees, I, I say. I say hey this business is like my child. Right. And it's my job to protect it.
1: Exactly. from people like
2: yourself that are trying to kill it. Yeah. And it's a real thing, man.
0: It's a real thing. And 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 I've had that so many times people that think they're worth way more than they actually are and and like that makes me insane. And I, I'm not saying people are are worthless. I'm saying there are people that are, you know, they put in Half heartedly will put in 35 hours a week and think they deserve, you know, $100,000 a year. And it's like, what? Yeah.
1: Dude,
0: go put in 80 hours a week for a few years and, you know, or hey, better yet, take that work ethic and become my competitor so I can crush you. (laughs) Sure. Please. (laughs) Because you won't outwork me. I promise that. Yeah. So, so. And that's, that's that's another thing that a lot of business owners don't get is when you start hiring people or you have subcontractors, it can really be challenging.
2: Uh, by far the hardest part of owning a business for me at this stage is employees. 1,000% uh, agree. And and I'm not sure, uh, you know, I, the majority of the people we hire are lower paid employees, right? Yeah. Um, 20 bucks an hour or less. Yeah. And so that whole mentality is... A totally different mindset anyway yeah. um, but I think across the board regardless of what you do you're that is by far the biggest challenge sure
0: yeah 20 bucks an hour is not bad money dude
2: well yeah remember that part where you just said that people think they deserve more I know yeah
0: I know, <laughs> I know. hey no. I should get $50 an hour to clean windows <laughs> dude
2: yeah right. like it's a
0: dirty <laughs> job
2: Jeez, <O'P's. laughs> don't even get me going
0: uh, dude you gotta talk about it man see if you share the good you double it if you share the pain you cut it in half so talking yeah. about it's a good thing but and again I've been there I, I interviewed a kid that was in college here in, in Ohio and and he needed to work for a marketing company in an yeah. internship he had to do it for to be able to graduate like, sure. and he was a senior coming up to a senior year and he says um I, I said, well, is this, are we talking paid or unpaid? He goes, oh no, it has to be paid. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, h- how much are we talking? He's like, oh, I was thinking 20. And I go, thousand? And he yeah. goes, no, $20 an hour. I said, dude, what? Yeah. Get out of here. Like, I have full-time employees that don't make that much. No, yeah. leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying you $20 an hour to teach you something. No.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: So, um. anyway... Um, Auntie B says hi. She's on hi. Bruce Beth Oyland. Yeah, is that your aunt?
2: It's Madison's aunt.
0: Oh, 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 Madison's aunt. Well, hello, Auntie B. Um, so you know, but you know what I'm saying though. Like people do, like there's this um, what's what's that called where people um, why do I always, I always forget that word? Probably because I have I can't stand it. Um, entitlement. Oh, sure. Do you see that in your business? entitlement? Oh
2: gosh. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I'll share a little story that we kind of screwed up this year. Um, we got so focused on revenue. Hey, we want to do as many jobs as possible Yeah. that I let things slip a little bit with employees. I, I let pe- some people get away with that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: And what happened was our really good staff started to recognize that. They said, well, if they're acting off and getting away with it, why am I working so hard? Right. And it was like a trickle effect. Yep. And so just a couple weeks ago, I just let a bunch of people go, like all the ones that should have been let go way, way long ago, because I recognized like, hey, man, if I don't, like they're going to crush this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a little bit painful to do that, but it's it's for, the, you know, the long haul, the right thing.
0: Don't you find yourself like really upset with yourself for waiting so long, though?
2: Yeah, but at the same time, I understand because in the moment when you have, hey, we're booked out four weeks right now, and if I lose these three guys, like, how are we going to get the work done?
0: Even if they're doing half of the work everybody else does, it's still...
2: It's it's something.
0: Yeah.
2: You know? And so, like, I get it, but...
0: Yeah.
2: It, it burns you in the long run.
0: It does. It stinks. You know? So well, there's, there's
2: no easy answer, man. Like, there just yeah. isn't. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: There's not and to grow, you have to have employees. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure you have some great ones. Drew, Drew Reed is on here, says great company to work for. I assume he's talking about you.
2: Drew, uh, he's an old employee of ours. Um, awesome. he worked with us for a couple of years and then he got a, a better opportunity at yeah, Drew was an awesome dude. Yeah. One of our best guys.
0: Drew, you should go back.
2: You should tell me what, get
0: back over there, man. <laughs> I, I see a promotion into management in your future, dude. You never know. <laughs> so, so man, um, I, I, you know, this is. Um, I mean, uh, you're 28. <laughs> I, I, I wish I would. I mean, you, you have like it's. It, it amazes me, and I've told you this since the he said debating. He literally said. <laughs> Uh, but you know, um, you've. I, I, I know it hasn't been easy for you, but you're very, yeah. um, you're very methodical in everything that you do. You really are. Um, you're a client of mine, yeah. and and I know you're you're putting together a training system and some things that um, we're we're going to be working on together. Um, But you're also very, very methodical and and, and you calculate everything. And, you know, from a salesperson's point of view, I don't like that. Um, I know, drives you nuts. What's that?
2: Drives you nuts.
0: I know, it does. I've told you that. I'm like, dude, you're you're killing me. Like, (laughs) seriously. (laughs) I know. Like, I'm, you know, can we do this before I turn a hundred? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. So, so, you know, but what you're doing is you are very, you're very um, methodical, you're careful in what you do and making sure that you're doing. And, and again, you can't always be positive you're doing the right thing every single time. It's not real, Um, but you're very careful. And I I do like that about you. I like that about you. It's a good quality to have, to make sure you're you're making the right, you know, the, the right steps.
2: Can be, yeah can yeah. also be a a bad thing sometimes too, right? Yeah,
0: I I don't know.
2: Um I, I think like I'm I'm better at it than I used to be, but I'm you know making choices fast in business sometimes have to happen.
0: Yeah, right.
2: Um I've gotten a lot, a lot better at that. Right. Uh but I tend to overthink things sometimes too, which is probably one of my weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's, it's put it this way. It's kept me out of debt. It's sure. done all the things that, you know, I've wanted to do to stay out of trouble. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's just why I've stuck with it. But yeah, there's pros and cons to it for sure.
0: Yeah. So what what do you what do you live for today? When you started the the dirt hunter, it was, um, you know, you you you, you were kind of tired of working for other people. Um, what 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 motivates you? Because I, I hear people say, "Oh, my my primary motivating factor in life is this," and I'm thinking there's no way it's always been that because it changes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I got a lot of motivators, but for me, it's always been about like I've never.
0: Oh, I lost about line. what we
2: did. I oh, just really. There
0: sorry i I, I, I lost you there for a second. audio was
1: out
2: It was weird huh um, you know, growing the dirt hunter, I was never passionate about what we did, but right. I loved the process of building a business like that's what I enjoy right um with my marketing company, it's cool because I get both yeah, like I enjoy building a business and I enjoy what I do yeah. um and so that's that's a big thing for me um and and i I know it's so vague, but just like doing it for your family. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah, like I want to, I want to I, I be like my buddy's dad. Like I want to be that guy to people. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. Um, I want to be able to, to raise my kids in a way where, you know, their friends are affected because right. they see the way that we're living. Um, that's it, man. Like I'm not super, not super. I mean, I, I like money who doesn't like money, Right. but right. I'm just a big believer. Like you do the right things and you do it consistent. The money will always follow. Yep. Um, I wish I had a more like fancy answer for you, but that's it.
0: Dude, that's not, that's, that's, that's as fancy as it needs to be. Yeah. I mean, it, there's, there's, um, if, if you're, if, you know, if you're in business and your only goal is money, you're screwed. Yeah. I, I, I'm, i you're screwed. If you don't have a, a, a bigger purpose. Sure. Right. Like, Maybe it's building out the processes so you can help other business people. So you're figuring yeah. that out and, and, you know, you can maybe package that to help other people. Um, maybe it is for your family, maybe it's for your church, your community, whatever it is. But if you, if your only focus is money and business, you're, you're, you're not going to make it. That's yeah. It. Cause I think
2: once you have it, you, you recognize like, and I know this because I've gotten to a certain stage where I thought like I would be satisfied you're, not. you're just not. No, and so there's got to be something bigger that you're working towards. That's right,
0: and and, and I know people that that run humongous, multi billion dollar charity organizations. Yeah, that they're not happy. They're always reaching, for, and I don't mean not happy as a person. I'm sure. saying they're not they're not um, satisfied. And of I think that the day you become satisfied I mean how many times do you hear the story about the guy that works till he's 68 years old retires and dies within a year or two Sure right and it's yeah. because you no longer have that drive or purpose going yep. fishing every day is not yeah. you know I well I mean I don't know maybe it is a, a <laughs> it's not for me but <laughs> but uh, right yeah yeah bowling <laughs>
2: gosh no no. I'm a good bowler, man. Huh? I'm a good bowler.
0: Well, you're from Michigan, right? I know. It's a
2: real, it's a Michigan sport. Is it? Oh Uh, yeah.
0: It was, the ball was invented there, right?
2: (laughs) I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Jason Howland's on here. He was at least he's, uh, he's from Michigan. He's a buddy of mine. I love that dude. But, um, so dude, listen, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you coming on and and sharing your story. I I think the world of you and your family, you guys are awesome. Um, Anything else you want to share with anyone?
2: Just go after what you want, man. Like stop worrying about what everybody else thinks. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, like you gotta do what's good for you. And I think when you become comfortable with that is when you'll see like you'll start to take off. That's it.
0: I so. literally said this morning: There's nothing more dangerous than a person who is indifferent. Once mm-hmm. you stop caring, like, yeah. how many times have you, like, God, why did I care for so long what that person or that group of people thought about me? Yeah, because you know? chances are they probably weren't. Sure, <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, Ever. not like you think. Yeah,
0: right. They're not. They're thinking about themselves, not you. Yeah, they could give two craps about what you're doing. So, you know, dude, I think you're a great guy. You got a great business going, you're helping a lot of people. And I think that's awesome. So if anybody wants to reach out to you or get in touch with you, how do they do that?
2: Um, Well, you can uh, check out our marketing company, serviceindustrymarketer.com. Fill out the contact form that goes right to me. So how
0: do they follow you?
2: Anywhere. Uh, Service industry coach on the YouTube channel. Um, Same with Instagram. Okay. yeah,
0: Facebook.
2: Facebook. If you search my name on Facebook, you're going to find a lot of me. Right. I've got about the most common name ever, so.
0: Matt Smith uh, cuz I think I said that the first time you called me. I'm like, dude, come on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Are you punking yeah. me?
0: <laughs> I'm like, where's
2: yeah. where's the cameras? What's like, funny is is my wife <laughs> my wife's last name was Lelisher and uh, when she got married to me, it goes to Smith. And she was like, finally, I won't have to spell it. And the first person she's on the phone with asked her how to spell Smith. nuh Swear. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> that is funny, man.
2: So. Well, listen,
0: dude, thank you so much. You're a good guy. Appreciate you jumping on here with me and, and doing the show. Thanks, man. Um, everybody, every, whoa, I just froze there for a second. Everybody, make sure you go follow Matt Smith on Facebook. Matthew Smith, look him up. He's tagged in this. Yeah. So, uh, follow him and, and, um, and follow him everywhere else too. Appreciate you, dude. Cool, man. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right. Don't hang up. All right. See ya. Don't hang up. See you guys. Have a great day.